Hey y'all, we're back for another week of Get the Tea on Life with Tea. I'm your host, your girl T. And this week we're discussing bring dating back. I want to bring dating back. I have a younger sister. She's between the ages of 20 and 27. And I just feel like it's so different for them than it was for me. I'm in my late 30s and I enjoy dating in my 20s. In my early 20s, it was the funnest time. Not only that, it allowed me to get to know what I like, what I didn't like, and a significant other, you know, um, and it also helped me to meet the husband that I am married to today. So I think it's a big deal. Um, to date, I think it is a marvelous way to start a wonderful foundation and a um, new relationship that might be budding into a marriage. I also think it's great for people who just want to find themselves and figure out what they want and don't want in a relationship. Um, also, it gives you some time to just enjoy people. So you can be a serial dater. There's nothing wrong with that. That doesn't mean that you're sharing yourself with everybody you date. It just means that you're getting to know people and you're getting to experience different different things. So what do you think is a proper date? For me, a proper date is because I'm such a foodie, it's always going to be some sort of food involved, um, drinks, but ladies keep the drinks to a minimum. You don't want to be, you know, too drunk on your date. I've been there. Not a good look. You also will be very blurred. You may think you're having a great time, but it might just be the alcohol talking. So like uh, a light wine tasting, a nice restaurant. Uh, fellas, please read the reviews if you are picking these restaurants and please make reservations. You know, don't get away from planning. I know fellas are more of the on the whim types, but we need planning. Ladies need you to plan just so everything can kind of go off perfectly without a hitch. There's so many fun things to do, like comedy shows. I love, love a good comedy show. In fact, that is my husband and I's favorite thing to do on a date is go to comedy shows. So we definitely connected over that. Uh, we also, when we were first dating, we used to go out to like lounges and clubs and with our friends and coworkers and we would dance. I like to dance. He likes to dance. So you get to find out what your significant other likes or you know, someone that you're interested in and maybe building with, you get to find out what they like and if your likes match up. Because let's face it, if he likes, you know, museums and you're like, uh, no, I want to go to a music concert and you guys can't find that in between, that's going to be rough. 
So you just want to know what each other likes and dislikes are. That's how you build a good relationship and see if it's going to work out for you guys. For all of you who like like museums and um, maybe hiking if you're like outdoorsy, that's a nice date. And also, that's like you're not putting out a lot of money. Maybe you'll do a hike and maybe a picnic, an outdoor picnic. That's like really cute. I would love, being that it's COVID, I hear that there's a lot of um, drive-in movie theaters, stuff like that. That's cute. Take it back to the day where they used to do driving all the time. The beach would be a nice date. There's just so many things that you can do. The billiards, any type of poker, card playing, casinos. So there's like so many places that you can go just to have fun with someone and um, get to know each other. It'll start conversations and it's moments that'll last a lifetime because honestly, now as I am married and raising kids, I am so happy that I got to have a great day in life because you look back on those memories and you go, oh, I used to do this. I remember that. But it's like reminiscent. It's not like you, you know, you're missing it. and You want to go back. It's just that you have those memories and they are great, especially when life gets hectic and you're doing what you have to do for your family and you're kind of feeling like so much of you is being given but you remember those days when you were enjoying yourself and you only had yourself to think about and you did things that you really, really liked. Not that I'm not doing it now. I'm just saying it's one thing when you're just by yourself and free, you're able to explore. So please, young people, start exploring again. No Netflix and chill. Please don't cheat yourself. You have your whole life to Netflix and chill with the right partner that you're going to choose to spend the rest of your life with. So my advice to you guys would be date, date, date. And again, that doesn't mean that you're sharing yourself with everyone you're dating. You're just creating fun times, great times, and connecting, creating and connecting. And that is what I think is missing from that age group between like 20, 25, you know, even the 27-year-olds, like I'm telling you, don't cheat yourself, treat yourself. You know, ladies, let these young men take you guys out on a date, whether you're same sex, figure out who's going to, you know, be the one court and who. People want to feel, you know, they want to feel, you know, sought after. They want to feel like they mean something. So if we could just bring dating back, that definitely is a way to show someone that you're interested and it's a great way to get to know someone and create memories and build a foundation if there is any future plans to be with that person. So please take my advice, tea sippers. Get your date on. I hope it goes very well. Be safe.
Until next week, tea sippers. I'm out. This week on a health tip, I'm discussing HIV AIDS. This virus is still very much a problem in our communities. People, please, please continue to test. Do not think because you're married, you don't have to test because you have a long-term relationship that you don't have to test. Um, because you're just doing oral and you're not having intercourse that you don't have to test, you should be testing if you are not abstinent. If you're not a virgin to sex, if you're not a virgin to alcohol and drugs, you need to be out there testing. My advice is whenever you do come across Maybe um, a risky behavior that you know you shouldn't have done, someone that you know you shouldn't have slept with, or, you know, some drugs and um, heavy drinking that you know you shouldn't have um, been doing with questionable people, you need to get yourself checked. Um, HIV is not curable, but it is treatable. There's new strides and new um, heart medications, um, which is a variety of meds that your doctor will work with and prescribe to you to help your immune system out. Because what happens is when you have HIV, that virus attacks your immune system. So now normal germs, your normal flora in your body, Anything that a normal person will be able to fight off with a normal immune system, you are not going to be able to. So your prescribed medications to keep your body in working order, these medications, it won't be one, it won't be two, it's going to be a combination. And that is between you and your health professional. That is, it depends on your viral load. You know, some people have almost a non-existent, they're so blessed to have a low viral load and, you know, medication and um, a flow of how they're treated is a bit easier for them as opposed to someone with a high viral load that may need more meds and um, might get sick often. So they have you know, more trips to the hospital, uh, they get pneumonia, you know, there's, there's a lot of opportunistic infections when you're dealing with someone that has HIV with a high viral load. So that is why you should be tested because you never know what your, you know, what your immune system is looking like. So you might be someone who has a really, really great immune system and you're not really seeing any symptoms. You're not feeling tired, fatigue. You're not losing weight. Your gastro um, system is not really, you know, messed up. You're not going to the bathroom, moving your bowels often. So you're not seeing a difference and you're out there maybe passing it along, 
because you feel normal and healthy. That's because your immune system and your viral load is probably, your immune system is good and your viral load is probably very low. And when you have a high viral load and a, eh, maybe your immune system wasn't intact from the get-go before you contracted HIV, that's when people will probably start seeing symptoms, flu-like symptoms quicker, gastro upset quicker, um, possibly pneumonia, ending up in the hospital quicker, you know. So just want to make sure if you know you're not abstinent, you're getting tested on a regular basis, you know, once a year. If, you know, you're in a monogamous relationship, um, if you are someone who is promiscuous and does drugs, I would suggest you do that more often and whenever you need to. Don't be ashamed. That's what testing is there for. Also, the difference between HIV and AIDS is your CD4 count. If you have a CD4 count less than 200, you will get a diagnosis of AIDS. And that is different than HIV. That is pretty much letting you know that your immune system is depleted. So you will definitely, definitely, if not for any other reason I just named, you'll want to avoid getting an AIDS diagnosis. Please, people, go ahead, get checked get tested, get the counseling. If you are positive, take your meds, let your partners know. Do not do drugs and alcohol with people. Do not shoot up and share needles. I'm telling you, you can avoid getting an AIDS diagnosis. There's so many things like PrEP that you can take prophylactically to avoid getting HIV, that's a new drug out. You can talk to your doctor about that and see if it's right for you. But you just wanna make sure that you remember HIV and AIDS is still prevalent in communities and we wanna still get tested. Everyone, it will save your life. That's it for the health tip. See you next week. This week on My Music World, I'm going to be discussing Miss Ariana Grande. I love, love her voice. She reminds me of a New Day Mariah Carey. All the topics of her song, just, you know, from her music videos. I just honestly love her. The fact that she was a young actress and she switched over to singing and she's successful with both is not an easy task and I commend her for it. She just seems to be very, very sweet as well um, in her own personal life. Um, I know she had that um, bad, the concert that went bad and a lot of people got injured and lost their life. She 
definitely took that really hard. And for her to come back and continue to share her gift with the world, you know, I'm so glad that she did because she is a shining star. That voice of hers is amazing. And her songs definitely all girls and women can relate to love, fun, friendship, just being fly, fabulous. Like I just, I appreciate her. My daughter loves to listen to her and she's one of the young ladies that I definitely do um, let my daughter listen to. I encourage it. I sing along with her. Um, Definitely enjoy when someone has a naturally beautiful voice. Like she doesn't need nothing behind her and she got some pipes. Blow girl, blow. So Ariana, I am looking forward to hear many more albums from from you. And um, I know each time you're going to step it up because that's what you've been shown to do. And uh, you go ahead, girl. Go ahead, Miss Songbird. Can't wait to hear what you got in store for us in the future. Hey, this week on Foodie for Life segment, I am going to be talking about Brussels sprouts. They're one of my favorite veggies to eat. I make a wonderful side. I call it um, maple honey Brussels sprout. Oh my God. I do like a, a maple bacon and I put honey, salt, pepper, and I just saute it. A little bit of olive oil, not a lot at all. And um, saute it on the stove. And it just is super, super delicious. The kids love it. My husband loves it. Definitely a great addition to any meal. And I do want to tell you guys uh, some benefits that Brussels sprouts has. So it is definitely high in fiber vitamins and minerals, and also antioxidants. They have the potential to reduce the risk of cancer. So that's a big one, the big C. It's not totally proven, but they do say it has the potential to reduce the risk of cancer. So that alone is the reason why I definitely increased um, Brussels sprouts in my diet. Also, it decreases inflammation and it improves your blood sugar control. So anyone who's having diabetes, you know, maybe don't put, you know, the honey and the bacon, but you definitely can just boil them if you need to, or just stick them in the oven with a small amount of um, olive oil and, um, that definitely doing that twice or three times a week can definitely fight a lot of uh, cancer-causing agents. It definitely um, increases the fiber in your diet, so you'll be going to the bathroom on a regular basis. So if you have any issues with your bowel movements, you want to uh, start eating some Brussels sprouts a little bit more if you're already doing that. Decreases inflammation. So definitely anyone who has inflammation issues, try to add some Brussels sprouts in your diet. 
I love things that are super good for you and they also taste good. And this is one of those things. So add these veggies to your shopping list. Brussels sprouts. They're very easy to cook. I used to be intimidated thinking that they were going to be so hard. Super easy. Try my honey maple Brussels sprout recipe. So good. I do it on top of the stove. Put maple bacon, honey, and then I add a little bit of olive oil. And it just cooks very well. Tastes delicious. And again, anything that my kids are going to like that's healthy, I'm all for it. So you guys, thank me later. And I'll catch you next week, tea sippers. Thanks for joining in. I really appreciate you guys.